check, check, mic check. Sixty show presented by Maxis Tires. Get data, decal works, hundred percent goggles, vertex pistons, Plum Creek funding, seat concepts, and Zools. On PulpMX.com, taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto Sixty show is live. 11 a.m. Pacific. Thanks for watching and or listening. We got Zach Osborne and Jason Thomas today to talk Anaheim 2, Triple Crown. I do want to get Osborne's thoughts on some of the controversies from San Diego as well. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to talk about Triple Crowns. We're going to give some stuff away. We've got 100% goggles to give away as well as a set of fly racing gear. 702-586-PULP. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Maybe you'll win something. Maybe you'll get your question answered. Uh, who knows? But thank you again. Appreciate it. Thank you to folks at Fly Racing, of course. The Formula S helmet. It's a helmet with a brain. It's got an app that goes along with it, and it could literally save your life. I'm serious. Go read up all about it on flyracing.com. It's got the uh, super safe uh, uh, products involved inside the helmet, whether it's the Rion technology, whether it's Conad EPS, uh, carbon fiber shell in some models as well, great venting, lightweight, all of it. It's a great helmet, man. Fly Racing, flyracing.com for more information. Of course, RJ Hampshire, Dean Wilson, many more wearing fly over the years. Zach Osborne winning championships in fly. Trey Kennard, championships in fly. Jason Lawrence, championship in fly. Brandon Jessman, championship in fly. Uh, so please, thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. Uh, get it at motorsport.com or your favorite local dealer. Uh, thank you to the folks at 100% as well. We're giving away a pair of goggles today from those guys. Uh, thank you, 100%. Pulp 30 is the code to save on anything from casual wear to sunglasses to mountain bike equipment to goggles itself. Pulp 30 is the code to save. Ride100%.com. San Diego-based companies involved in motocross. They're involved in supercross. They're involved in MotoGP. They're involved in MLB. They're involved in mountain biking. All of it. Thanks to the folks at 100%. How much effort do you give? That's what the guys 100% want to ask you. And thank you to those guys. And the best graphic company around, in my opinion, is Decal Works. PulpMX24 is the code to save with those guys. They do the stickers for Red Bull KTM. They do them for Husqvarna Off-Road. They'll do them for you as well. They've made some really nice stuff for me over the years. They'll send you a proof. You can look at all the sponsors. You can uh, move it around, all of that. Uh, thank you to the folks at Decal Works for coming on board. PulpMX24 is the code to save. Uh, we got to talk about Anaheim 2, Triple Crown this weekend. And tell me what you think about Triple Crowns, good or bad. I want to know about it. Uh, lots to get into when it comes to uh, that and the controversies over the weekend. This is round four of the Monster Energy Supercross Series. And um, over there, working the cameras, deciding on the angles, and then also answering the phones, of course, as well. Doing both jobs today, doing uh, the cameras, doing the, uh, uh, the phones. It's incredible. Um, he is not... He's a one-man band. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Steven. How are you? Just, you're yelling into there. You're very... I'm great. very excited to be so, here. Uh, where's our guy? The golf game? 
I, I mean, where else would you expect Tits to be he, at 11 o'clock on a Thursday other than golfing? He is not handling the loss to me very well, which I love, uh, the golf loss. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but thanks, Mark. Thanks for doing the cameras and the phones. Employee of the month at your service. What Absolutely. do you What do you expect? Absolutely. And and uh, and make sure that Tits pays you his cut of this show. Plus, you know, plus interest. Yeah. I don't know what that interest will be, but it will be a high percentage. Absolutely insane. Uh, thanks, Mark. Thanks for stepping in for, You're this, welcome. for this guy and doing both jobs today. It's incredible. 702-586-7857. we got some phone lines still open, so give us a call if you want to talk. Uh, Anaheim, too? Or, or anything, really. But uh, for now, let's get into the true expert of this stuff. On the line, he's a Supercross champion. He's a motocross champion. It's Zach Osborne. What's up, Zacho? Uh, cruising along, we finally got some sun back in Florida, so I've been outside all morning doing nice. uh, jobs. Uh, you, know? you, you riding much? I didn't ride today. Oh, okay. All right. Um, you seem to be, a little yesterday you, with some friends, you know? You seem to be riding a lot, like almost like you're getting ready for something. Just stay ready so you don't have to get ready, you know what I mean? Okay. All right. Fair enough. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, Marks and I had a debate before the show about uh, the – do you have Apple? Do you have MacBooks? Are you Apple guy? Apple, yeah. The mouse, the mouse on the computer, do you not scroll down to go down or do you scroll to go up? Like, you know what I mean? Scroll down. To go down. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like a real person. Yeah. So, like, when the page opens, that's the top, and then you scroll down. Yeah, Mark's it's it's not set that way from Apple, and Mark's thinks yeah. I'm, I'm an animal oh, really? for doing it the other way. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So, okay, good to know. All you're right. all wrong. Okay, you're all, all wrong. Right. Well, stop yelling in the mic. You're really, you're really. I, I don't know how to use this damn okay. mic. It's different than mine. You're very loud. What do you want from me? Okay, uh, Zach Osborne. Let's talk. Uh, listen, I gotta. We're gonna talk A two and triple crowns. I want to know. Your thoughts. We should have some good weather. But I got to get into last week's controversies and kind of get your opinion on it. First up, uh, Webb and Sexton. Obviously, they made contact. Webb, not happy. Uh, Chase went outside. Webb dove to the inside. There was contact there. It held Coop up. What do you have got, AP? Who knows? He was riding really well. But so was AP. Would have been close, I think. Yeah, would have been close. Uh, Chase apologized. Um, And then also, Webb was angry at Tomac for being a lap down and sort of hanging with AP and probably roosting the shit out of Webb. Let's start with the Sexton-Webb thing. How'd you see it? Mm. Uh, I I just, having been lapped before, when, you're, when, when it's the leaders, you just move. You don't wait until you've got a spot. You just get out of the way, you know? Yep. Um, so I'm probably team Coop on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like, yeah, just, you know, don't impede the progress. You're getting lapped, whether, you know, it, it doesn't matter the circumstances. Yeah. You're getting lapped, and, and it's always going to be your fault if you're, if you're getting yeah. lapped, you know. So just yeah. move over. What's one corner going to do for you? Yep. Um, he wasn't in a superheated battle with anyone. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I don't think it was like a, oh, let me screw him up, but – yeah, it happened, right? Yeah, so, he wasn't yeah. like riding for AP, but he just maybe no, wasn't I, I don't think he was riding for AP, but I, it wasn't like he was treating it like it, you know he yeah. was truly in a getting lap situation either. So okay, yeah, and, and the Tomac thing, um, I didn't notice that as much. Obviously, I wasn't there; I was just mm-hmm. watching on TV. Um, but I don't think Eli was going to unlap himself. But I mean, there's a chance, right? And then. You know, if it comes down to tight points race at the end of the year, and it's like, oh, remember when Eli unlapped himself at San Diego? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't blame him for that, but I don't think he really impeded 
Coop's progress much or any um, at all, really. Hey, we were thinking about this on the Monday show, and I know it's happened, but I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head, so maybe you can. Have you ever seen anybody unlap themselves and, like, pull away? Not not in motocross. I mean, in NASCAR it happens occasionally, yeah. but not, not in motocross. Okay. Um, all right. Zach Osborne here on the show, uh, brought to you by the folks at Fly Racing, of course. Uh, Moto 60 show. All right, so we got into that a little bit. Uh, Anderson Jet, uh, you know, we saw the post-race thing. We saw the apology. We saw Anderson's IG post, all of that stuff. Um, like, call me, like, and JT and I got into it a little bit on the review show. Imagine that. Um, he just thought Jason should have let him by, and I'm just like, what? It's a race. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's where I stand, and, and I think Jet should have just rode right back to the pits, but what do you, what do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm out on that JT theory. Um, it's his job to pass it, right? I definitely, you know. Jason I mean, Jason was, was jacking forward. with him. You know, Jason yeah. was jacking with him. Yeah. But also, like, kind of in a, in a sense, you know, from a from if I was Jason's boss perspective, kudos, like mm-hmm. rattle him, like do something, you know, like that. That's what I said at the beginning of the year um, after a one was like, you know, they got to kind of make him race them, you know, and, and that's what Jason did. And obviously um, he beat him in the end. And I thought Jason actually kind of let him by at, at, you know, when he passed him, because I felt like he could have turned down and still stayed in front of him. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like he's definitely rattled. I saw some people saying on Twitter that like Jason's helmet grab was too hard, but like I come from an era where if you grab someone's helmet, if someone grabs my helmet, I'm going to grab their helmet back <laughs> yeah. 10 times harder. Like, yeah. no, this is how it's going to be, you know, and, and payback's always tougher in my opinion. So, um, I'm, I'm probably on, on the Jason side of things here, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see a whole lot wrong with it. I think he definitely could have raced a little more forward. Maybe, maybe he could have caught someone in front of him if he wasn't trying to kind of keep jet behind him, but mm-hmm. also those gaps are pretty big. So, well, um, yeah, I think Jason knew the track was there's only you couldn't go everywhere on the track, right? Too muddy, yeah. too sloppy. And Jason's like, I'm gonna, I know where to go. Get make him pass you. Yeah, get That's, by this me. What you gotta do? Right, right. I don't. Uh, yeah, and it's still like even though Jason was riding defensively and blocking things, it is still a race, you know. Right. And, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. What'd you make of Jason's IG post? Um, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know the situation. I don't know that uh, all those are back. Um, I would mm-hmm. assume they are. Um, but yeah, I yeah. mean, come to me, come to me in person. I, I'm with, I'm with him there. Like yeah. it's not anyone else's responsibility or problem. Just come up to me. Like, you know, I think pretty much everyone in the pits is for the most part approachable. Mm-hmm. You know, we all get heated or whatever, but, um, a good old fashioned, hey, let's sit down right here and have a have a drink and yeah. talk this out. Um, especially with a guy like Jason Anderson in Jet's position, uh, was a good idea. You know? <laughs> yeah, um, I said it too. The fifty one and the twenty one. Do not mess with them. You don't want to piss off. <laughs> you know, I, 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 Jason is a good friend of mine, and I worked with him shoulder to shoulder for seven years, and he's a hard, he's a hard racer. He, he's just a hard racer. That's all you can say about it. Like, um, and, and pissing him off is not a good idea. So I would have definitely tried to smooth that one over, um, as they did, but mm-hmm. it didn't, 
didn't fly um, the way that he felt it should have or whatever. Yeah. Um, with it not being jet, which I I kind of understand. Yeah. What I didn't like though, so I like I don't Jason and I don't talk. We don't. He doesn't like me. Uh, but I did like the social post. I thought all that was good, and I believe him. You know, I think that was mostly factual. I'm sure. Uh, because we just know what it's like around the camp, right? Around the Lawrences and everything that everybody doing things for them and all that. So I do believe all that was true. What I didn't like, though, and I've been the subject of this. I, I have been on the receiving end like Jet, not as much. But the, I didn't like literally almost a who's who of the sport jumping in Jason's mentions uh, and piling yeah. on. That That is a social media thing to do. And a lot of those guys in those mentions were friends, are friends of mine. I just would be like, hey, man, it's their deal. They'll handle it. And and I don't know. If I'm Jed or his camp, I'm like a little bummed at everybody jumping on. But that is social media in 2023. That's the world we live in. That's pretty yeah. much all you can say about it, yeah. I mean, in my opinion. Sure. I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really agree with it. Um, everybody's had, a, had some laughs or, yeah. or whatever about it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, but at the end of the day, squashing the beef on Saturday night at midnight would yeah. have been the best option, too. Yeah, for sure, for sure, absolutely. And you've been caught into that stuff, like the beefs and mad and, you know. Like, yeah. Yeah, you've been part sure. of that stuff. So some guys didn't like the way you rode. Um, yeah. You know, um, sometimes you're aggressive. So, like, I can relate to you being that guy, grabbing helmets, getting into it, yelling, you know. Yeah, I actually never got into any, like, straightforward confrontation, but, like, I was always willing to, to talk about it or, mm. you know, show my perspective. And I think that that's huge in not only just racing skills, but managing a championship too. You yeah. you can't have three run-ins with Jason Anderson after this weekend and <laughs> expect to win a championship. Like yeah. it's just not going to happen. So to me, that's, that's a bit, you know, take it as a learning, learning experience yeah. for Jet for sure. Like, Hey, you know, these guys, don't care. No, uh, they don't care about you coming through the pack. They don't care that yeah. you're the next one. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, it's it's all it's it's no different to them. So, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just yep. it's you know he he's he's managed championships from the front, but now he's meeting some opposition. So right. um, there's more to be learned, which you can't expect him to know everything when he hasn't been in other situations. You know, um, definitely not taking anything away from him. I think he's a great champion. I think he's one of the best, most talented dirt bike riders ever, but mm-hmm. um, still lessons to be learned. It's, yeah. it's normal. He's a kid. He'll figure it out. Um, oh, yeah. You know, all that. I do – I, I hearken back to uh, when Barsha was on Geico, Eric Kehill from Honda pulled Barsha aside and said, hey, man, you're being a dick to these lappers. Like, th- you got a championship to win. They're going to remember this. Don't screw with these guys. Don't do what you're doing, yeah. man. They don't care. You yeah, have everything to lose. one thing I'll say, mm-hmm. like um, – not to bring bring up Vince, but like you know, when people pass Vince, I, I watched it especially in 2022 when he was in the lights class doing well. You know, those guys would kind of. I, I remember specifically one incident with Shimoda and a couple different times with Craig, but they would kind of slide the rear tire into him as they went by or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you don't do that. <laughs> you don't. You just don't do that. Just pass him with a wide berth and yeah. go on. Like. Yeah. There's no reason to give him attitude, and even Joey and I had a conversation about it the other day, and he was like, "Man, I, you know, I went in there, and I'm like, no, you didn't. Like, you definitely did not like nail him. You know, yeah, like yeah. that. That's just just don't just stay out of that stuff. Like, it, it's not good. Yeah. 
um, long-term health for winning championships, in well, my opinion. You look at RV, you look at Dunge, you look at Jeremy, Ricky, for the most yeah. part. A lot of these dudes are just like, I don't want anything to do with that. I'm not playing those games. Right. You know? they, had, yep. they, had, they didn't have any of those problems. Uh, all right. Zach Osborne on the show. Uh, let's get to some phone calls while we can here. 702-586-7857. Travis Marks working the video and the phone calls. You want to talk about heroic effort. Uh, it's Travis Marks today. Uh, what's That's up, right. Chris? Hey guys, how's it going? Good. What's going on? So, I had a take. I don't have too much background noise, do I? No, you're okay. No. Okay. So my take on uh, Sexton and AP, I just thought it was really appropriate that, in my eyes, Webb kind of stopped. Or I mean, Sexton stopped Webb's charge because I think he was going to get him. But back in Detroit last year, I think the only thing that kept AP from Losing it was obviously Sexton, but I think if he had another second or two from Sexton not jumping, or rather he did jump and lost points, mm-hmm. I think if he didn't jump, he would have probably, you know, AP would have won it. AP and was so not silly, was, but AP was not silly. He wasn't going to. Well, no, I know, but because he, I, I felt, because he had a lot of pressure from oh, Sexton, okay. which I think was a result gotcha. of Sexton jumping gotcha. when he shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, and I so in my head. second lead, though. Yeah, I think he was pretty Say what? Go he ahead. had like an eight-second lead. Uh, yeah, AP at Detroit? Yeah. Yeah, I know. But what if he had an extra second or two? Because didn't he have one second or two on the last lap or whatever? Or no, he no. was way up when he crashed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well yeah. then, so I had my take sucks. And, <laughs> and then, and then uh, just the other thing, I, w- I wanted to think, see your guys' opinion. Um, Cade kind of mentioned timing stuff on a 250 being easier than a 450, which I completely agree with. But I don't know what what do you guys think of that? Just on a 250, it's like you just give her. Yeah, everything. yeah. I mean, yeah, go ahead. It's it yeah. definitely like um, we, we we my group was talking about um, the Mitchell Harrison thing. Yeah, did you see that? Crash? Yeah, I did. Yeah, pretty big one, right? And mm-hmm. uh, like just on a 250, that wouldn't have been a big, big deal. It would have been a little over jump, you know. But on mm-hmm. a 450. A little too much is a whole lot too much. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, especially tripling out of a corner or something like that, you're basically wide open second gear. Um, but with the 450, that thing will get wild really quick. Yeah, you know, I remember Red Dog telling me one time when I was asking him about <coughs> timing jumps, excuse me, he was like, I, this is two-stroke days. He's like, because he switched to the two-stroke from the four-stroke, he's like, what I love about the two-stroke is I just know third wide is going to go this way, is going to go get me that far. I just yeah. know that. And, you know, it's kind of nice, yeah, as opposed to a 450. So, um, yeah, there is a point there. Cool. Uh, thanks, Chris. Appreciate well, the right. call. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, Zach Osborne here on the show. Uh, A2 Triple Crowns. Where are you at with Triple Crowns, Zacho? Uh, good, bad, indifferent. Where are you at? Um, I think they're good racing. Um I don't know. I, you I'm hated racing them. Out, I guess. You hated, I hated racing. racing them. I had extremely <laughs> difficult time racing them. They had one or two good ones in my because of the time between, start. or what? What was it? No, I don't know. I mean, the one, the one that everybody knows about, the Phoenix one, where I went like twenty nineteen, twenty or whatever it was. Yeah, it was just a disaster. Three starts. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I just. Never really gelled with it. Um, I, I do think it's good for racing. I think mm-hmm. it's exciting for people to watch. Um, a, a lot of positives, um, but it's just not my favorite format. I, I don't know why. 
yeah, I was going to ask you why, but you just said I don't know why. Um, yeah, a lot of guys tell me just, look, man, it's a lot of laps. There's not a lot of breaks, and it's intense, and, and they don't like them. You know? It's so. definitely the hardest. It's the hardest day of, of, a, of a racing year, except for, like, if you get some stupid WW hot national or something like that mm-hmm. where it's just brutal hot. Um, but mentally, it's taxing. Physically, it's taxing. 450, it's, it's a really hard day. Right. Um, 702-586-7857. Give us a call. we got some lines open yet. Um, okay, so this is almost like, dude, after the A1 weirdness and nerves, and you told you talked all about that uh, on this show before A1, and now two mutters. Are we really starting the series right now? <laughs> is this it? I mean, <laughs> I, you could say that. I think, I think that's safe to say. We haven't learned a ton. We haven't really, like, weeded anything out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, some guys are probably out of reach on the points right now, but um, I mean, the guys that are 10, 12, 13 down are still well within it. Right? I mean, I don't think that anything has major has gone wrong yet. Um, I like, I think this thing really favors Jet. Uh, well, I think everything favors Jet, but I, Jet and Kenny and maybe Coop because he's done well at these before. Yeah, I think Coop uh, is on, on for a win, um, at yep. least in the moto. Um, in my opinion, I, I don't know. I don't know how Jet handled this whole thing. You know, he may not give two craps about any of it, but um, for some reason, I get this feeling that there's like the guys in the class have some sense of, oh, we you know we kind of got him right now or something. Mm-hmm. If Jet comes out this weekend and wins all three main events, which I think is possible, possible, <laughs> plausible. Um, it's not going to be good for the rest of the year. I mean, I think that yeah. is the ultimate, like, oh, well, you know, no big deal. There, back there, to my winning ways. There, there's um, moments in the series that are, looking back, there's always moments in a series that are turning right. points, or th- and this is one for Jed, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, kind of a big weekend um, for for him and his, his squad, I think. Yeah, it should be interesting to see. Uh Kenny, not a lot of Supercross riding this week for anybody. Uh, Kenny got to ride yesterday at Mesquite. I was out there as well riding. Not Supercross, in case you're wondering. No, not Supi. Um, (laughs) But uh, anyways, um, does that matter that Kenny – I mean, it's Ken Roxon. He's fucking one of the best riders in the world. But does that matter in the course of a week that Roxon rode Supercross uh, and the other guy didn't? The other guys didn't. Um, No, I would say for the most part, like – at this point, it could, I, I don't know how much it's been raining out there. I don't know how much they've been riding or not riding, but um, sometimes it can be like a, a welcome break um, okay. where guys are just like, oh, wow, a little bit of reprieve, recover. You know, maybe I saw some guys went to the hills and rode. Mm-hmm. Some guys went to the hot desert and rode. So I, I'm sure they all got some sort of riding in, um, but it could be it could be good for guys who um, aren't so reliant on those everyday you know, knock it out of the park motos yep. um, and, and got to have a little bit of time off and a little bit of downtime. So there, there could be some surprises this weekend. Um, I think Thrasher, when he gets a win and gets some confidence, is pretty dangerous. So mm-hmm. I, I think he's on for a good one this weekend um, again. Um, and like I said, man, they got to either – it's make or break, in my opinion, for, for the rest of the 450 class this weekend. Were you a guy that had to ride no matter what, or were you okay with taking oh, yeah. a week off? No, no, no. no I was, I was all in every day <laughs> trying to find something. Like even in, even a sand track, even a sad like oh, anything, yeah. anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One one year, I don't I don't remember 
seventeen, I think. Um, I went out there with the with the four fifty guys for like four weeks and there were a couple of weeks where it rained and we were just riding some flat field in Menifee just hammering motos just because yeah, I mean <laughs> just, that was what I wanted to do. Yeah, I had to get on a bike, right? I had to yeah. I had to do that. Uh Dale's on one. He wants to talk to you about GNCC. Uh can you Talk about that, Zacho, or too much PTSD, or are we okay? Oh, no, we can talk about uh, it. Okay, all right. All right, Dale, uh, what's your GNCC question for Zacho? Well, uh, so brother's going to try racing some GNCC. I got pretty good uh, background on mechanical stuff and bike prep, but see if you had any tips for uh, somebody wanting to go out and give GNCC a run. Uh, hasn't done it before. Like pro riders or you? Like no, just, no, no. Just you. Uh, my brother would be amateur, probably okay. class. All right. Tips for, for for surviving your first GNC seed, Zacho? I mean, definitely, like, it's all about experience, right? So I tried to do some, like, local stuff, local hair scrambles and stuff to kind of get tuned up. But, man, three hours is a long time. You just got to make sure your nutrition's on point, um, your pack's right, and um, you have a good good race plan, like, you know, in motocross, there's not much of, like, a, a race plan. It's kind of see how the start goes and go from there. Um, but GNCC is a lot of strategy and a lot of um, planning ahead. And, yeah, it's it's a it's a gamut of things, honestly. Plan ahead. Anything I can do Anything I can do for a good bike prep before a GNCC? Um, well, it depends. If it's muddy, you better have your, your stuff together because um, – I mean, even the best of bikes last year and all the mud races we had were stopping. So um, make sure you got some sort of mud prep in your back pocket. Um, other than that, I, I liked the, you know, something with a little bit of give in the bars to kind of keep your hands a little bit less messed up. Um, last year I ran those flex bars, and they were, they were pretty helpful. Um, yeah. Other than that, make sure your your gear is like good and comfortable and tight so that you don't get you know rashed up or anything like that. Um, yeah. So. All right. Cool. Cool. Have much. Yeah. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Dale. No Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Max's tires. Speaking of uh, uh, GNCC, they, they they do well there. They do well in Supercross with Kay Clayson and, and Hunter Yoder. Uh, also, the Mad Parts team as well, Maxxis Tires. Uh, please check out their new uh, soft intermediate, intermediate to hard terrain tires, mountain bike tires as well. Thank you to the folks at Maxxis Tires for coming on the show. They got uh, a lot of great stuff, trailer trailer tires, light truck tires, all of that as well. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to Plum Creek Funding. Uh, contact Zach at PlumCreekFunding.com if you got a – uh, vacation home like Osborne, if you're a first-time buyer, you're an investor, if you're looking to purchase a home, rates have uh, come down a little bit. If you, already own home, if you already own a home and looking to pull cash out, contact Zach, Z-A-C-H, at PlumCreekFunding.com. They've done a bunch of houses for people in the industry, Zach has, and he's done a good job with it. So please check check out uh, Plum Creek Funding if you can. Uh, Zacho, I think uh, – I'm going to talk 250s with JT, so I want to focus more on 450s for you. Um I think Rox and Jet are really suited for this thing. I think Coop's going to do really well as well. But um, is there anybody else that like I'm missing? Like, is the Red Plate guy? Is he good at these things? Is is Anderson good at these things? I mean, they've all done well here and there. Sexton, of course. Um, what's your take on anybody outside of those three? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that those are definitely the three favorites. Um, I really thought Kenny was going to win that race last weekend, uh, and I really think Kenny would have done possibly better well definitely better at san francisco without um stalling it on the start so 
I wouldn't be surprised to see Kenny win at least one of these main events. Um, you know, maybe taking overall, but dude, I, I don't know. They have to stop Jet here and now mm-hmm. to kind of keep the keep the momentum down, in my opinion. And Tomac is historically really good at triple crowns. We know that, even though he's told us time and time again how he hates them. He's really good at them, but yeah, I mean, just kind of waiting, see, like a little bit more speed. I don't know. I, I like I said after San Fran, I think mm-hmm. that that bought him some some motivation and some time. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see. You know, we still don't really know anything about anybody in good conditions. Like Anaheim one is always an outlier, mm-hmm. and the other two have been mutters. So yep. I think as long as it stays dry, we're going to learn something. Because again, it's a triple crown, so um, it's still not a normal weekend. But yeah. um, good start to the season. Any in any case, like just with some different looks at stuff. I don't really feel like we've had a San Fran style mutter in a long time um, that I can remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's been a while. Um, hey, so Oz, uh, your old team, um, Mookie, Craig, it is not gone well. Uh, and and they, they, they've, I think they've both crashed within five minutes of the start of the main event in all three races. It's been absolutely terrible. What do you do if you're them? Like, what do you do? You do you put your left brace on instead of your right brace? Do you not ride? Do you ride more? Do you, what do you do? Yeah, it, it gets tough, right? Because you're doing all the work. You've got all the things. You've got the bike. You've got the trainer. You've got the mm-hmm. you know the suspension guy. Like everything is there, and it's just not coming together. Especially um, for someone like Mookie, who I feel like had a lot of preseason hype and. Um, you know, just probably was expecting big things for himself and from yeah. his, for his team and everybody around him was was kind of on board. Um, it, it gets tough, you know. I think that they need a result here pretty quick, both of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it's been strange that they're not getting starts, um, not putting themselves in the position they need to be in to race at the front and um, be competitive. So it stuff happens, weird stuff happens at the you know, mid pack. Um, and I think that they both need a result ASAP to, to turn it around. Well, I mean, um, Craig's riding for a contract. I mean, you know, it's big. Yeah. Yeah, it is big. And, and I, I don't know. I mean, they haven't really been super fast in practice or anything, right. but again, we haven't really seen a yeah. ton of dry practice. So who knows, maybe they go this weekend and get on the podium. What's it like being, you know, factory guy? And I, I don't know if you've ever been as sort of in a slump like they have, uh, you, you know, like you got injured and stuff. So I guess maybe that part of it. You're a factory guy uh, getting paid a lot of money, and it's not going well. Like, you know, there's nobody – nobody needs to tell Malcolm or Christian that it's not going well. But what's it no, like? It, it sucks. I mean, it's terrible, right? Everybody's looking at you mm-hmm. just, just like you just said. You're making a lot of money. You've got all the stuff. You've got – a factory bike you've been chosen to be on this team you've got all these world-renowned people around you and uh it's just not coming together just like that the the triple crown in phoenix i was talking about like i literally went 2019 dns and there was no reason for it other than i crashed three times on on the first corner one of them my bike was mangled and one of them my back was burned off so like (laughs) i'd dns you know like it's just like and and you're that guy you're yeah. you're a fact yeah so yeah. um the pressure starts to mount with that though definitely quicker than 
sooner than later. Um, and it's not that makes it even less fun and, and more pressure to get better results. And it's just a it's a mm-hmm. bad bad swing of momentum, and it's it's really hard to stop it. it all it takes is one good session, uh-huh. you know, where you pull a practice or you are third in a practice, and you know, start to build some momentum the other direction. But it's so hard to find that when you're trying so hard and your confidence is you know minuscule. And I, in my experience on teams, KTM, Yamaha, really Chad wasn't like this, but just about every other rider that I've been on teams with, like it's not fans so much. It's not it's not the wives. It's not, it's not the girlfriends. It's like you guys when shit's going sideways. You guys feel bad for all of us working so hard. Do you know what oh, I yeah. mean? Like that's really it. Of, yeah. Uh, I would I would tell my guys like, dude, I'm sorry, and they're like, no. You, you know, we're here to support you. And I'm like, no, like we all work way too hard and you guys are at the shop way too many hours yeah. for us to do that right there, you know, and, yeah. and I'm working too hard and my family is sacrificing too much, but this is where we're at. And I'm sorry, I, I, I'm going to do better, you know? And, um, you, I mean, at some point you feel like you're shouldering a lot of jobs, right? It's not mm-hmm. just you or your mechanic, but like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people that depend on, um, you going out there and performing sure there's other people on the team, but there's also other roles for those riders in the team. You know, some of them are rookies, some of Mm -hmm. them are third year guys that are trying to get on the podium when you're like a championship, you know, quote unquote Mm -hmm. championship contender and you're there to win races. It's a lot of pressure. Um, and when it's going downhill, it's, it's not, (laughs) not fun. No, no, I, I could imagine that, you know, that's the, that's the side of the sport that the listeners, and callers on the, to these shows don't understand. Like it's, you guys know you're not just seeing that paycheck come in and like laughing it off. Do you know what? I, yeah. It is. It's not good. You know. No, no doubt. It, it's tough. Um, and yeah, I mean, it mounts on you so quickly that it's so hard to turn around. That's that's, that's all I can say. Is it is it is an extreme pressure situation. Uh, before we let you go, Zacho. Um, the AP, AP winning. We all love AP. No one hates AP. It's a university loved win. He's got the red plate. Is this a thing? Is this for real? Like, I'm not saying championship because, you know, he's never, he just won his first race. But, like, is he in the mix all year long? Um, well, I mean, he was really good at A1, too, quietly. Mm-hmm. He was. Um, he got fourth, right? Fourth yep. or fifth? Yep. Um, but from a mediocre start and uh, just charging through the field, to get fourth, like a, a legit fourth place, you know? Um, and I, just the opposite of what we were just talking about on the bad side is this on the good side, you mm-hmm. know? Um, it only takes a little bit to build some big momentum, and he's he's the guy, right? He's he's the boy. He's rocking up with the red plate this weekend, and yeah. uh, whether we do or he does or whatever, there's some some level of – he he can win the championship. Um, right now, he can win it just as easily as anybody else can, because he's he's at the front. You know, leading from the front is mm-hmm. is easy. I know it's just one point, yeah. and it's been you know all these factors that we've just talked about. But um, sure, I mean, I think he can win again. Um, do I think that he can beat? Is he my championship favorite now? No, no. But is there a chance? Yeah, yeah. It's great, right? It's cool for the sport to see it him is. do it. it you know, it's it's awesome. I mean, as, as messed up as as it has been, so, sort of um, with with the different weather and um, 
just all that stuff, mm-hmm. it has brought some some new life to it, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks, Zacho. I appreciate it. I keep riding. I don't know what you're riding for, but I mean, you know, who knows? You're just riding away. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Loretta's road to Loretta's. Dude. How, how's Savachi looking? Uh, pretty good. He's yeah. he's coming along. Okay. Well, tell tell that guy to keep grinding away. Really like that. He will. He will. Uh, thanks, Zacho. Later. Appreciate it. That's Zach Osborne, everybody, on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. We've got some lines open still. Thank you to the folks at Get and Athena. If you want a discount from Get and or Athena, email us using the contact form at pulpamex.com, and we'll pass it on. Thanks to the folks there. HRC Honda using Get uh, ECUs on the 250s, data loggers, uh, whole shot uh, devices as well, start maps, all of that. Get and uh, data, get data stuff's really great. And if the, the EFI two-strokes, their CDIs are next level. So if you got one of those things, they need a lot of help. Gets got it handled. Uh, get, get, and uh, we'll get you a discount at the same time. Thanks to those guys as well. Uh, thank you to Vertex Pistons. Uh, Vertex has been around a long time, manufactured in Italy. They got rebuild kits, engine rebuild kits for ATVs, UTVs, and dirt bikes. They got pistons that are both cast and forged. Gaskets are made in the USA. They're a member of the All Balls Racing Group, a combination of the finest aftermarket power sports brands out there. All Balls Racing group.com for more information vertex precision equals performance thank you to vertex for coming on uh let's get to uh, fly racing flyracing.com jason thomas what's up jt what's going on uh not much uh so weather we're good like you look you look lately i know all week earlier it was supposed to be good are we good because uh, the track guys are no, reporting track guys are reporting rain and that kind of stuff yeah that was always the plan though yep. um there, it, weather's kind of crap yesterday and today uh, but then, like, starting tomorrow, it's going to be, like, picture-perfect, beautiful the rest of the weekend. So they made some changes to the track. I don't know if you saw Roto's tweet. They got rid of the uh, over-under bridge. They're reversing it a little bit. So there are some uh, changes. I don't think I follow Roto, but um, yep. I, do, I did know they were making some adjustments. Yeah, they're making some changes, I guess, just for the wet build, right, for building it in the wet a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, looking forward to a Triple Crown. It's probably it's round four, but it's the first round now. Now we have the real first round. I don't know. It's, it seems yeah, like a fresh start. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like a fresh start. Um, I think it's just more confirmation of what we saw at the first round. I, I don't think it's the. I don't think it is the first round. I think we we got a lot of information from a one. Now we just need to see if that was fool's gold or not. You know, if it, that was the real setup or not. I, I know what you're getting at. I yeah. just don't want to completely throw a one out right. um, because I think there were things to take away, like Cooper Webb. He, he's shown us that he's great, right? He backed that up in the mud last weekend. So without A1, we, we don't really know that. Uh, but there could be other things where I'm like, yeah, maybe maybe A1 wasn't all mm-hmm. of the answers either. But I do think there were things we could glean from it. I'll, I'll talk mostly 250s with you. We covered 450s with Zacho. But uh, okay. Jet, Kenny, and Webb feel likely winners to me. And, and Osborne yeah. agreed. Yeah, yeah, I think we're going to have, uh, you know, the average is, what, five? I think we're going to get six or seven yep. uh, this year. Just And it could be more, right, because a lot of the guys who you're saying are iffy look like they're on really good form. And that, that's arguably the biggest factor is you need guys like AP and Kenny and the guys that like could and couldn't to be riding really, really well. That's how you get an above-average year for winners, and, and we have that, you know, and yeah. let's hope people stay healthy and, and all that. But uh, unless someone gets on a roll, 
but it looks like we're getting that parity, which is also important. Um, we're set up to have a really nice year and, and a really competitive championship. I didn't say Tomac in my list, but he's really good at these, as we know. He, Even though he's told us how many times how he hates them. I just mm-hmm. – yeah, I mean, look, I know he's really good at these things, but I, I don't know. I just, I just feel, I don't feel like he's there yet. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've kind of been pushing that. I, I felt like I was pushing it by myself the whole time. Is I need to see more from him in the dry to think he's ready to go. Now, it doesn't mean that he's going to get ninth again. Um, you know, I, I think the three weeks since that race will that that's kind of what I was leaning into. Is I thought he needed more time from a one to be that guy. Now, if he comes out and wins this weekend, everybody's going to be like, whoa, whatever. I'm gonna, and I'm going to push back and say, well, I said from then he needed more time. It's been – that was January 7th. It's now, you know, towards the end of January. Maybe that was enough. Maybe not. But it just – from everything I've ever done with racing, it is a very rare occurrence where someone can take a very extended period of time away from riding or racing or even weight-bearing and come back to their first race and be the best guy in the world. That is an incredibly difficult thing to ask when you have these other guys like Jet, and they're just continuing to build momentum, right? They're just getting better and better and better. Mm -hmm. And you have to start from zero and get back to not only where you were, but the best in the world. You know, it's just a really hard thing to do, and it just takes time. And he will get there. I have no Mm -hmm. question that he will be battling to win races this season. I just don't know if it's this weekend or yeah. if it's middle of February, or if it's middle of March. I don't know. Time will tell. But yep. I'm not going to back away from that just because I have my whole life of watching the best guys do it, too. It's not just me. Forget about me. The best guys, it's so challenging. Like We saw Car- Carmichael and Outdoors do it, but remember, he, he was riding for a really long time before that series. Like He was wildly prepared mm-hmm. for that. Like He raced in May, the end of May, and he was riding in like – February or something like it was he had like three plus months of riding which is you know an extra month on, on some yeah. so I I do remember too we'll Dunge see. Dunge from the collarbone now a collarbone isn't a big deal but I think he was missed three three races and he came yeah. in and won the next week and you're just like oh well three yeah. weeks is okay yeah true. I, I'm talking about like Tomac couldn't walk for yeah. six weeks you know like okay. it's just a different thing and and I I don't know I was still impressed with Dunge even I was like look at this guy of course yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but you know I I just don't think it's really fair, you know, and, and Weege and I have kind of gone back and forth on this and we usually agree on everything. We just kind of like expecting him to be the same guy, like a one. Yep. He's going to be the guy. We'll look out for him to win. And I'm like, man, I, I don't think so. And it worked out in my favor. Maybe it swings back the other way this weekend and Tomac's on fire. I just, man, I, I don't think it's that easy. Not at that level, maybe yeah. to get really good, you know, like to be a, a legit guy, but not to be the not, best guy not in to the be world. the best guy, right. All right, let's get some phone calls. Nick has a hot question right off the bat. What's up, Nick? Hey, guys. What, uh, who do you think is going to be leading the points after this weekend in the 450 class? All right, JT, who's going to lead the points? Uh, I think Sexton leads with the points lead. Um, he, he's pretty solid at these things, and I think he's one point down. Yep. So, you know, I, I do think he's better than AP, and that's not a slight against AP. We're talking about the defending champion, you know, that had the red plate going into last weekend. So I, I like Sexton's chances. That doesn't even mean he wins a race, you know. Yeah. It's, just, uh, okay. it's just a numbers game, and, and I like him over the course of three rounds to kind of be in this thing and, and take the red plate back. I'll go, I'll go Jet, Nick, but uh, that's uh, – who knows. Um, all right. Uh, hey, by the way, Nick, do you want a pair of goggles? 
Absolutely. That'd be great. All right, we're going to put you on hold. You wear a set of 100% goggles. All right, thank you to the 100% guys. Uh, line two, uh, Tits, Travis, uh, you know, whoever's over there now. Um, thanks to the folks at uh, 100% Pulp 30's Code to Save. Ryan has a question about Ducati. What's up, Ryan? Hey, guys. Just curious uh, what the path forward is for the first time AMA is going to allow them to come over here just with a homologation rule. You know, we don't see Fantix because of their agreement with Yamaha not to sell in the States. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when are we going to see pros racing them? And then when is a very rich guy going to be able to import one and be able to race it at AMA stuff? Well, they want to race 20, they want to race 2026 here in the USA. So they would need, you know, uh, 400 bikes in the dealership by November. Um, So they would sell them late 2025 would be the plan. Um, to buy them for fans and the, or for, for, for people, the public, and then, yeah, go racing in 2026. So Got it. That's, that's the plan. So what do you think of that thing, JT? What did you think of the, the Ducati info? Uh, I think Ducati will, will get it right. Um, I, you know, I think they're learning from what other people are doing. You know, I'm sure they'll have everybody's bikes, including the new Triumphs and everybody, um, before they have to go racing and, I don't know, just Ducati has things kind of figured out right now. And, it, and it, the chassis, to me, will be the most interesting because I, I think a lot of these, from what I've seen, a lot of these companies are kind of copying what they know works, like they're taking Hondas, and you just see a lot of similarities, which I think is the right idea. Like, to try to go out and reinvent the wheel, to me, doesn't seem sound like a sound idea. So take what works, and these companies know how to build engines. You know, that's, that's for damn sure. So, um, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a really hard ask to come in and have the best bike in the world straight away. But I, I do think they're going to have competitive equipment. Yeah. There you go, Ryan. Anything else? No, that's all okay. I got, man. Thank Thanks, you. man. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Ducati launched uh, Antonio Caroli, uh, involved with them as well. And, uh, some more I, big names coming. Yeah. Go ahead. I think that's a really smart move too. Um, having Caroli involved because he's seen so many different, bikes and projects and he's going to help them avoid so many pitfalls and get them on the right track really quickly um especially for a bike that needs to be competitive at the highest mm-hmm. level he just he, he's a very wise person and he's tested a lot and uh man if you're if you wanted me to name off a few people to have involved in a project he would be right near the top all right scott's on three what's up scott Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. I hope you're having a great day. JT, nice work. You're doing awesome. Slowly climbing Thanks. that mountain. One day have your face on the uh, Rushmore next to Steven in the Media Hall of Fame. There we uh, go. I don't know. Is that, a, is that a good thing? I don't know yeah. if that's good or not. Yeah, it is. Get a, get a okay. better jacket right. and things will turn around for you. <laughs> okay. So the Pulp Ride Day, are we... How are you thinking about a sequel? Um, yeah, I'm talking. I'm, yeah, it's it's really hard to pin Troll Train, Troll Train down on a date. That track is so busy. Uh, with everything going on and then SMX rounds. And I'm trying, man. I don't know if it's going to happen, but we're trying to find a date that works. Like, again, like these national track guys, man, they they do well. Let's put it that way. They do well uh, because they are booked. Um, right. so I'm working on it, I Scott. was there, yeah. and I, too, didn't ride until right before the end of the day on Saturday because it was just, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's a tough track. We, we, we need a better track. Yeah, I wasn't enjoying myself either, trust me. <laughs> so an idea for the privateer challenge. Yeah. So you're always dealing with how you're going to pick gates and who's doing this. What if yeah. you had everybody full gear running, like, down one rhythm lane to get to their bikes on the line, which the gate's already down, so they just have to run a race. 
full gear to get to the bike. I and don't know. Uh, yeah, so, I'm not turning it into the Laugh Olympics here, you know? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. No, but, maybe 200 feet. Yeah, I'd love to see it just to Separate see the guy. Like, I love those handlebar races from back in the day in the, in the intermission, so that would be good if somebody ate shit on it. But I don't know, Scott. Uh, but I did like the idea. It made me laugh. Do you want some uh, fly racing gear? Well, you know what? Yeah. I will fly to Anaheim this weekend if you can set me up with two tickets. Uh, I can't. I don't have any tickets to give away. No. Sorry, cool. buddy. Yeah. I would give you some if it was last weekend, but we don't have any to <laughs> yeah. give away either. Yeah, Anaheim 2 is a tough one. Uh, but do you want the gear? Definitely. All Are right. you kidding me? All right. That's Stay, unbelievable. Stay on hold. Thanks for calling, man. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Yeah, no worries. Thank, don't thank me. Thank Fly Racing uh, for making it happen. You know, that's funny. Mm. That's funny about A2 is typically it's, it's really easy to get tickets. People are asking for A2, and this year with the weather – it being sunny on Saturday, like, mm-hmm. it's impossible. Yeah. Like, it's so hard to get any. Uh, all right, let's go to Tate on six. What's up, Tate? Fly Racing, Moto 60 Show. What's happening? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, just had a real quick question. Um, you know, Phil on the – we all love Phil, right? We I do. Mean, I think everyone were yeah. crossing our fingers during that San Francisco round that he would get on the podium. Um, but on Monday night, he really went in pretty hard on Yamaha about the transmissions and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess a question for JT and, and you too, Matt, is like how careful do you have to be when you're – I mean, he's not necessarily a factory rider, but he's on a team that's getting support from a manufacturer. Yeah. Um, how do you, how do you, you know, walk that tightrope? Well, I think you don't walk it like Phil uh, did on Monday. But guess what? Phil's squeaky wheel got some things in motion. You know? So in the end, like – that's it. Like, JT, uh, you follow the street bike racing stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. Those guys are DGAF for oh, the most part. they go hard, man. Right. They go hard. They, yeah. And our guys are like, our guys can't even talk about changing a fork, you know? Yeah, it's tough. And we've talked about this, but I, I think it has to be something to do with the production versus not production side of it. Um, you know, I don't mean, I don't think that is everything, but there has to be some element of it there is like if, Phil's hammering on his production Yamaha transmission. Well, that's probably the same transmission that someone has to go out and buy. Yeah. Mark Marquez's Honda that's hand-built and, and is so different than anything anybody's ever going to ride. they probably like, yeah, we don't sell that thing. If it's, if it's a pile of crap, it's fine. Go buy a CBR 600. It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the difference there, Tate, in that. Um, yeah, I mean, you know. I, what I was just thinking, I mean, I was all for it. I mean, you know, for Phil saying what he said – um, I guess just looking at it from a business aspect, I was it was yeah. kind of a cringe moment. I, but yeah, I would case. be shocked if someone wasn't very unhappy at Yamaha. Yeah, they, he ever hears about it? Maybe, maybe not. But I would bet somebody wasn't thrilled. Yeah, no, no, he he heard about it, and yeah, some okay. pe- people weren't thrilled. But at the same time, uh, some things in motion to help fix that issue. So yeah, I, I know, um, I know. Sorry. Yeah, a guy like Chad Reed would say something like that. Then when he got clapped back from somebody up above him, he would say, okay, fix it, and I will never do that. But give me something that won't break. Yeah. And guess what? I won't go hammer you on public, but I just DNF, cost me a ton of money, points, everything else, mm-hmm. and i like, fix it, right? And I'm not saying that's the right way to go about it, but that's how yeah. or, some people look at something like that. Or if he wants a UTV also. If Chad yeah, wants a UTV that too. also. That, too. That, was, that was a little... Different, but I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, Phil had a point. And, and look, Yamaha, I'm an ambassador for Yamaha, and they give me a bike, uh, and they're great to us for the for the for fantasy and for the giveaways, and I love the guys at Yamaha. But Phil had a point, 
and it is a safety thing. And and so yeah, I'm I'm fine with putting them on my show, and it's the truth, right? And it could hurt somebody. So, um, you know, I was fine with it. Uh, I didn't get in any trouble or anything from my end of things. Uh, Phil did from his team, I believe. But I mean, but at the same time, like I said, I think things are in motion to help it out. So maybe it was a good thing, Tate. You know? Yeah, no, I think it was a good thing too. Like I said, I'm all for him saying it. I was just wondering how, you know, behind the scenes, how much you know flack you're going to get for making a comment like that. But yeah, uh, some flack. You guys answered. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. All right, there you go. Uh, Zool's Bags, we love the guys at Zool's Bags. They make really great stuff. They got you covered with backpacks, travel roller bags, gear bags, and more. They make a gear bag that is massive. You could fit uh, a small child in, the, in their biggest gear bag. It's, it's, it's huge. So whether you travel for work, pleasure, or simply hauling kids and their gear, Zool's has got you covered. Zool'sBagCo.com, Z-U-L-Z, BagCo.com, Pulp24 code to save. Triumph is a official luggage of Triumph Zools is and uh, Ford Performance guys as well. Pastrana, of course, on board too. Thank you to the guys at Zools for uh, coming on board. All right, JT, I said we're going to talk to you 50s. We haven't even done that. Let's do this. Um, is March Banks, is this for real? Or is this, like, I, I'm not saying t- championship, but, like, he had two good mutters in a row. He was good at Anaheim. He came from way back, and he was good. Uh, but do you see confidence slash Garrett's skill and all of that, making him a guy going forward, meaning podium challenger. I, I do think so. He he looks great, man. I I think a lot of people, including probably myself, wrote him off. 2021, 2022, he just wasn't getting it done. You look at just the comedy of errors that he was in Supercross. It wasn't working. It mm-hmm. was not happening for him. And, and usually it was through fantasy is why I was paying attention to him, but it, it, wasn't, it just wasn't coming together. And you saw him start to lose opportunities. Mitch, you know, kind of, they, they went their separate ways. And it just seems like he's revived his career now. And that didn't come through anything but hard work from he and his team. So I, I give him a lot of credit. There are not many people that can go down to the depths and then kind of come back to that level again. And I, I think he's kind of here to stay. You know, I, I think if... I, I don't know what his motorcycle's like, but I can't imagine it's as good as Jordan Smith. Right. But I think he would be really dangerous on a factory bike right now, the way he's riding. Okay, give me your title percentage pie for Jordan. Like, it just if you had to sort of guess, like, is it over 50%? Is it, is it you know, 40%? Like, what? where are we at? Too early? Man, he's been so consistent, which flies in the face of everything I've come to expect from him. So I'm in this place where I don't know if I'm being tricked or not, or should I just lean on everything I've ever seen from him? Right. Super fast, but yeah, he's going to blow up. I wrote this. Point. I don't know. I wrote this. I, don't know. I did write this in my column. The year with TLD, he was leading by one point yeah. going into Vegas. Sure. So he has some sort of series, uh, <laughs> uh, series titles, uh, yep. skills. And he should have won it. When you go back and watch that race, yeah. he had it. Like yeah. all he had to do was just stay upright. And yep. He had it. Yep. Um, but ever since then, it's been just a, a mess. Well, and ever since then, and even before that, huge yeah. part of it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know which is the like. Well, the real Jordans, please stand up. I don't know which is which, and he's doing everything he could be asked to do. He's been on the podium all three rounds. Mud, dry overcoming good starts, bad start, like whatever. He's, he's been good. He's making it happen. Yeah. yeah. So I want to believe that. And I really like the guy. He's so nice. 
but I have watched for so many years in a row of just up and down and all over the place. So I, I'm very hesitant to just be like, yeah, new guy, he's back. Like, we're going to – no problem. I don't know. Like, it's hard for me to get there. So, Kitch, RJ, are you favoring them a I bit I mean, more? I think Jordan's the favorite. Okay. Because there's no dominant guy, and I, I've been kind of riding the RJ train, and it's only 13 points. So, yeah. one, you know, one crash changes the whole look or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think Jordan has to be the favorite with how consistent he's been and a 13-point lead, and I would say he's on the best bike on top of it. You know, those are, those are pretty powerful things to have in your corner. Yeah, I feel like... I don't know. I just like what I see, and obviously you do too. And, and yeah, I feel like uh, this could be it for him. You know, I, um, RJ's doing RJ things, and Joe's out of it, and Kitch is maybe not there yet. This is only Kitch's second full year. Uh, yeah. Gosh, can you believe? Can you believe Kitch threw away the lead? No, there? I can't. My golly, yeah. I, I, you know, trying to make that point on the broadcast about the hardest part of a race like that is getting through the first corner up front and getting away from all the chaos. And he did that right now. You're on a very one line track and you're one of the best riders in the class. You just have to kind of do your thing now. Like this is, this should be the easy part. And he, and he blew it. Like he lost a lot of points and a a great opportunity to kind of take the series, you know, take the bull by the horns there. Kenny Uh, too, though. It was so out of, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Kenny, too. Like, dude, yeah, you, you, I would you, say you Kenny know. was more shocking. Yeah. Kenny was more shocking, yeah. right? Because he just doesn't do that. No, for sure. Uh, I got a tweet, I think, earlier this week that this gentleman assumed you were the Schmoda realist. You are not the Schmoda realist. I'm I not. Want to say that, but let's talk about Joe. I, 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 I got pushed back a little bit on some things I wrote. Uh, this is disappointing. 100% this is disappointing. You can't be like, look, man, his bike broke, and look, man, he came from last to fourth, and, and look, man, he – stop it. <laughs> stop it. He's three races in, he doesn't have a podium. Like, he's out of this thing. It's disappointing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not his fault at San Francisco. Like, that's – you know, like, he's been pretty good. Yeah, but I rewatched the broadcast. He was 14th when he picked know, his bike up. I know, but I, I still think he gets back and he gets – Top five, six, seven. Like he won the heat race okay. going away. Like he's plenty fast enough. I'm not saying he's putting himself in a position to win the title. Like you know, four whatever it would have been four doesn't win you many titles, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's fair. But him to be so far out of it right now, I don't believe is necessarily his fault. So is he living up to the expectation of filling in Hunter's shoes? No, but I don't think it's as ugly as it looks on paper because you know the whatever happened to his, his transmission. Oh, I think you're, I think you're off on that one. I just, cause he fell again. And, and, and so it's, let's say he gets up to fifth. So now okay. he's got so four, four, five, four is not four, five, four in the mountain. No podiums. Garbage. Okay, starts. What, 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 what are the points look like? You, I, I don't have it in front of me, but if he goes four, five, four, where does he, that put him in points? Can't be that bad. It puts him uh, tied with RJ. 13 down, ish, ish. So, say 13 to 15 down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not – nothing – you know, in the words of the dude, mm-hmm. nothing is effed. Like, uh, you know, it's not over. That, you, you think? Like, I disagree. I'm not I, saying it's yeah. great. I'm not saying it's great. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But 13, 14 points down, the, you, you're not out of it. You're certainly sh- not out of it. The Schmoda realist, realist is winning. He is winning, dude. Yeah, but it's not, that's not San Francisco skews it for me. Like, uh, it really does. I'm not not for me. It, 
Really? Like just because he fell. He, he, he was 14th. Terrible. He was 14th. He fell. On he the got, first yeah. lap. Doesn't matter. Uh, well, what were you going to do on Jet, that track, Jet was, you know? Jet was last on the first lap last yeah. week, and he got fourth. Well, okay. Hey, Lars, you signed Joe Schmota. By the way, he's not going to be on the box in the first three rounds. How do you feel? Like, he's going to no, say, I, like, that that's sucks. Fair. That's right. fair criticism. That um, is fair criticism. All right, I'm we, just saying, okay. in this class, with these guys who are not Eli Tomac, mm-hmm. and, you know, it could be all over the place, I don't think, like, you know, you blow, you have to blow the whole thing up outside of the DNS, he, right? It's like, we got to be better than this, but yeah. it's not like, oh, my God, the season's over. I do I think he wins think a race. Like he'll win a race. Once all the pressure's off, he'll win a race. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I mean, so you're, it's kind of flying in the face of what you're saying. I don't. I when I watch the riding, it doesn't look too bad to me. Like he's got to clean it up, but I don't know. Maybe it's the same old story. Maybe just not executing. Maybe he'll catch fire at the end, like he always does. Seatconcepts.com, uh, literally saving asses since 2009. Pulpamex 24 is a code to save, whether you're hitting the motocross track or gearing up for a trek across the country. Seat Concepts is a seat for you. They've got replacement covers. They've got complete seats. They've got various height and width profiles as well. Each seat incorporates a proprietary foam formulation that is designed to provide unmatched support and impact dampening to the rider. So if you're in a market for seats, Pulpamex 24 code saves you money at seatconcepts.com. Uh, all right, JT, before I let you go, uh, give me your winners, both classes. Um, I want to say Jet, but I'm I'm worried if he just lets all this chaos and drama and stuff get in the way, right? If it just is distracting. Um, so I'll go Sexton to win. Not very convicted on it, and then uh, 250. I think RJ bounces back. I like RJ start. And he's been good in these triple crowns. Let's not count A2. A2 was kind of yeah. a disaster. But uh, I, I think he's he needs a bounce back, and I think he knows this is the opportunity for it. I'll go Roxon with Jet bouncing back, just not okay. winning the overall. And, uh, yeah, I think I'll go Jordan because Jordan's been really consistent. So Jordan may win this triple crown going like 3-2-2 uh, two, two, or 2-2-2 or, two, two, two or something. Because, uh, yeah, that's what he's been doing. So let's see if the zebra can change his stripes in Jordan Smith. Um, all right, I'm cheering for him. I really yeah. like him. Yeah, great dude. Uh, all right, JT, thanks for the time. Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. See you at Anaheim this weekend. Thank you, man. All right, guys. See, See you. Ya. That's Jason Thomas, everybody. Uh, thank you to Fly Racing, Seat Concept, Zools, Plum Creek Funding, Decal Works, Get, 100%, Vertex, Maxis. Great job, Marks. Great job out there. Just- thank you. Thank you. How's my volume? Is that better? That's better. Okay. Stop screaming in the other uh, one. I was just because you got to think about talent and tits. How they they barely <laughs> so they're all turned. They, they, up. they just mumble. You well, know. Uh, see, I was trying to change the uh, how you perform. Yeah. That did seat. that chair sink your enthusiasm for life? Did it sound like it sunk my enthusiasm? No, it didn't. Yeah. Well, so it's not the chair's fault. Just, just proving that it's the employee. Not the yeah. Chair. That's Travis Marks. He deserves a hand. He ran the cameras and the video. Thanks for listening and or watching Moto 60 Show. We'll see you next week, everybody.